This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hyde, head instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and with me is... Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And Maya Solano McDaniel, shodan and student at Aikido of Fresno. All right. In beautiful Fresno, California, that is in yeah. the center of the state. Yep. Uh, a quick drive from just about any place, including yeah. Yosemite and also the uh, Sequoia National Forest, if people are looking to travel yeah i love that you just did like a full-on advertisement for for fresno i was just thinking beautiful uh, sunny california yeah well not right now but yes (laughs) it is right now well right Right now now. right now but Uh, (laughs) two more days and it will be rainy as heck again yeah yeah, yeah. we had the fires now we have the floods yep that's the way it is so um we're pretty close to the end of the season here in terms of the planned episodes yeah this I, is the last of the absolute uh, of the, Yeah. But we'll, we, it's, it feels like uh, we're going to have a few more. Yeah, there'll be, there'll be a couple more. we got a couple there'll more a in couple us. More, a couple more in us. Um, but it's not going to be three years. <laughs> so. Cool your jet. <laughs> See, Don't get so excited. We really need to figure something out, and you know, we don't need to do it right now here on the, the podcast, but uh, just some sort of something so we figure out what, we're, what we do moving forward just so that we can tell people. Yeah. And whether that's, you know, we do periodic ones whenever we feel like it, or we do a monthly something. No, we'll Josh, do. the mood of the season. So last season was um, really um, predictable. Mm-hmm. So every once every week, forever, right. and now, uh, now we're doing unpredictable. unpredictable. Just it'll pop up. Who yes. knows when? Jump wow. around. We'll do seven in a row, and then none for four years. But I mean, and I think then... I think for us, we're enjoying it right now because we know what we're talking about every episode, and so it's just like, and, and we're not having to do a lot of planning. Mm-hmm. It's like we talked mm-hmm. about it, you know, several a month ago or whatever, and mm-hmm. then we just been going going yeah. through it. And, and I think nice. it's that thing of just taking the time off, um, and you know, even though. We have a lot of these conversations all the time. Um, being able to sit down and, and do it and, again. And then and, articulate them right, in a way our, that makes yeah. sense to other people um, other than us. It feels it feels new and fresh because we had all that time off when we weren't doing it. Right, so, right. Yeah. Right. So we'll maybe sure. we got another four four years and then we'll take another, <laughs> another break. Don't set people's <laughs> expectations too high. No, we're really going to do only a few more episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry, uh, someone's getting a tire rotation or something right yeah. now. I don't know what the fuck's going on. But. So uh, that's what you get when it your was, dojo is quiet as can be uh, yeah, in an industrial, in industrial area. area. Um, and most people probably understand that. Um, it's a dojo ambiance. Yeah. Just yeah. not the kind you would expect. Yeah. So, uh, so far this season, we have set up this trinity of uh, factors or, or things that uh, you need to keep in mind when you are trying to determine, you know, what it is that your system of martial arts does and whether it's any good at it. Um, and so we've talked through all of those, the the Trinity. We and then we have divin dived. We divin. Divin. We divined right we divined. into it. Divine. Yeah, we divine. <laughs> we like divine. We dove. We, used, into... we picked up our dowsing rods. And <laughs> that's right. That's found right. Read our tea leaves and um, <laughs> away we go. We dove into using the those three to begin to talk about aikido to sort of formulate some thoughts about aikido and so we talked about actors we talked about the system itself and now we're on to context which i think is going to be the most exciting piece of this yeah maybe. I, I mean know. so to me this this whole thing kind of is about like really trying to understand context and i felt for the longest time i couldn't really wrap my head 
around talking about context because it's wrapped up in the other two also. Right. Like so, I think this Trinity is kind of inseparable in a way. If you want to like understand stuff through one of these lenses, you got to use all three mm-hmm. kind of to, yeah. to look at things. Right, because you can't talk about the system without talking about the context, but you can't talk about the context unless you, without talking about the actors. Right. And you can't understand what the actors are doing unless you look at the system and the context. I, hey, right. guys, I have a great idea for a three-person tattoo. What's that? <laughs> one gets system, one gets context, and one, one gets, gets actors. Oh. How, we get them in a system. Yeah, place like and then we for three people together. that are like really click close and really into Aikido, um, and that like maybe well, have a when podcast. You, when you find those people... <laughs> Let me know. I'm just kidding. I don't want to get a me. tattoo. I just... The only tattoo I have is one that says, never get a tattoo. <laughs> Mine a, says, no regrets. No, no, no regrets. Regrets. <laughs> no regrets. Um, okay, so context Mine. in... <laughs> see, now I want a Tasmanian devil in a hakama. That's... Uh, oh, that's there you go What now. is with the Tasmanian it's devil? It's the hottest tattoo one could have. Yeah. That's like, was it a, For an years. obsession? Yeah, it was For a yeah, big time. There were. Is uh, that like just like I'm crazy? You can't for a stop long me. Time, it's like girls with a flock of birds. Flock of birds or yeah, dolphins. Yeah. Dolphins. Dolphins. All f- flock of birds is probably. We're alienating the, all our listeners out there. I think it's now. It. Now it's flowers. Um, clocks. Lions. Clocks. Really? Oh, oh clocks yeah. Clocks are clocks big. Oh, love. Yeah. Lions yeah. are huge. Lion faces. Um, infinity yeah. symbols. So context. Oh, yeah, anyway, yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. This is a tattoo podcast now. In uh, looking at uh, Aikido. So this is something that, Chris, you've done a lot of thinking about and work on and, and have a pretty, I think, good um, idea. My uh, question when looking at the context or thinking about the context is like um, like chicken and egg, like which comes first? So do you look at the system to determine the context or do you look at the context to pull out what the system should be doing i think exactly like the chicken and egg the answer is obvious unless you're looking at it in the middle right (laughs) so so look with the chicken and egg it's like there are multiple reasons why the organism had to exist first and the organism developed the ability to lay eggs to create more organisms not you know like right i mean we know what happened with the chicken and egg it's it's, it's not actually a mystery there were there were little amoeba-y things, yeah, and, yeah. The, and then eventually the, yeah. they evolved into chicken. So same kind of thing with this. So, a chicken. Egg, egg. so the chicken is the answer is the chicken. You just ruined it. The context had to exist first right? because that's what someone's trying to solve. Right. right. That was what gave rise, rise to, to the system, right? So right. Need, right. the need right. for solutions. Right. Right. But I agree with you that if you're looking in the middle, you're all, oh, wait, which does which? And with Aikido... I had to understand Aikido via tearing at the context. Right. right. Well, so then, now as like you're autopsying it, you have to go well, backwards. Right. And 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 here's right. the other thing. And I asked that because I think that like yeah, of course the con- the the context had had to exist, right? But it doesn't anymore. Right. And so that makes it complicated because when you look at it now, and this is I think a, pro- a lot of the problems that that people run into is they can't imagine the context. For Aikido, because like it doesn't exist to them, yeah. and so they ha- yeah. they they put a different context on it because it's the context that they know. So I'm asking that yeah. because it's like you, of course, the context had to exist, but for you coming into it, did it, was it ever spelled out in the beginning when you were starting no. to study it? Right? No, absolutely not. So no. you had yeah. to go. Sure. The, the back way it's like it. finding yeah. a fossil and going and then trying yeah, to what, it, what was this yeah, creature? Yeah, what yeah, did what it look did it like? What did it do? Yeah. Um, and it, that makes sense too, because it's like you don't have a whole lot of information, and you don't know about what the past was like, and so you put your own bullshit 
onto like this that's like us representing dinosaurs as like um featherless uh creatures right. when in in now that we're we're finding out giant turkeys they probably did have feathers but we would assume like well that's not cool right <laughs> we want to have like big scary you know dragon looking things yeah yeah not big fluffy crocodiles uh, yeah exactly crocodiles or alligators. Anyway, all that to say, uh, looking back is hard. Yeah. It's hard. I agree. <laughs> the end. I agree. So, that is hard. So I guess... <clears throat> to, to jump... So we could just, just step right in and go, here's the context for Aikido as, sure. as you understand it. Uh, then we're if, done in five minutes. If, we, done wanted, five if minutes. we wanted to do that. Um, or, you know, we you. I think it would be useful for you to sort of talk about, like, the process that you use to to kind of come up with what you see as the context for it now. Yeah, man. Sometimes I wonder. This I'm gonna I'm gonna wax poetic for a second. Well, I'm not actually. This is not. I'm just gonna talk off topic. Is what I'm gonna do. I love that. Um, huh. Go for it. This seems new for this podcast. So, uh, because I have told this fucking story so many times, uh, sometimes I wonder. Like, like, is it real? Like, well, <laughs> no, not is it real. It's just like. It's like, how many more times do I got to tell it? And oh, am I just annoying oh. people by telling the same story over and over? And I see, like, you know, someone who did something cool at some point, and they're talking to him, and they're, like, telling the story. And I'm all, that happened 40 years ago. And that guy's still telling still the telling same the story. <laughs> but anyways, um, so basically, look, I, I, I learned Aikido just like everyone else in that it sounded cool, and I wanted to learn to take care of myself, right? So, like, and take care of myself now, I realized, was a much bigger question than I could even have fathomed at the time but for whatever it meant at the time yeah Yeah. and basically it it meant at the time like you know i beat someone up who tries to beat me up like that's kind of what it meant you know and so like aikido seemed cool it had cool trappings and seemed kind of mystical and so it's like yeah cool and then the school was cool that i went to and i liked the people and so like it went great and then uh it didn't work uh, in a fight. And so I was like, oh, well, what the fuck? How come it doesn't work? And then, you know, me being very like uh, logical about things is like, well, I, I really haven't tried it in fighting. I just know the theory of it. I don't actually know how to apply it. So I'll go some school and, and then I'll fight with guys and then I'll be able to do Aikido. And then, you know, a couple years after that, I still didn't work, you know? And so I started to think Aikido didn't work. And then in the Dog Brothers fight, uh, which is a full contact stick fighting, uh, all of a sudden some of the stuff worked. And to me it was so weird because it just happened so effortlessly. Mm-hmm. Like my theory was I couldn't do Aikido because I hadn't sparred with it enough to actually be able to do it in live application. And there is some truth to that. Mm-hmm. But when I did the Dog Brothers thing, it just came out. Right, right. And I wasn't working on the weapon stuff at the time when that came out, you know? Like I wasn't even really hardly thinking about it other than like some forms practice. So you went home from that experience with like <clears throat> some shock and surprise yeah that that had happened yeah and you were like what is this yeah and And that's where it first hit you like oh maybe the context is right and so definitely not that like not that not uh, that that light bulb succinct yeah yeah. like Uh yeah like so it was like it was like cool and so like at the time like i didn't understand like even talking about context or anything i just thought to myself like aikido stuff works with weapons cool because weapons are something viable, even if they're archaic weapons. Like I can always pick up a stick yeah, or yeah. a baseball bat or whatever. So so it's like it's like cool. 
I can use Aikido stuff to train weapons, and then I can do the mixed martial arts stuff I'd been doing for unarmed stuff. And in my mind, I'm like, the unarmed stuff really is the better stuff. <laughs> but if I'm ever in a freakish situation where I had to use a weapon, yeah, 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 then yeah. it's like, oh, cool, I would know that too. And so that was kind of my thought. And then the more I started to look at everything through the lens of what if a weapon was involved, the more I started to realize, like, I remember one day having an epiphany, and this sounds so stupid. I could always have a weapon with me. <laughs> and so I was like, well, if I always have a weapon with me, then it's always only going to be weapon fights, yeah. right? Right. And then, of course, the moralities hit in there where I'm like, yeah, but that means you're going to have to fight with a weapon. And I was like, wait, but aha, unless I need to use a weapon, I shouldn't be fighting anyways right. because it wasn't a very fucking serious situation. And so I should just walk away from it. And so, like, my ego's happy that I know, like, mixed martial arts, but, like... I don't really need that to save myself. And so then slowly over time, it started to get shifted more and more where it's like uh, the weapon stuff really is the actual stuff we should be doing. And then that's when I first started to get the ideas of context. And just it's like people who are studying unarmed martial arts are always seeing everything in the context of unarmed. And that's something you're imposing on top of reality. Sure. It's not necessarily reality. And like I know when I say that, people could pick at it and go like, well, you don't always have a weapon. But it's like – I, I have such a hard time envisioning a situation where I wouldn't have a weapon now. It mm -hmm. sounds crazy sure. because even if I haven't brought a weapon, which I almost always have, then there are weapons expedient everywhere. Mm -hmm. There are weapons – I see weapons everywhere I'm at. And so it's like I cannot see something serious and me not picking up something and using it right, immediately. Right. And so it's like, well, it's all weapons. A rock, stuff. a cell phone, like – Right, exactly you know, right. There's, exactly uh, yeah, right. There's never not something that you can put <clears throat> in your hand to give you an added – that's like, right. Whatever. And so then the more I explored the system, all the stuff that was weapon pertinent made perfect sense to me and seemed better in lots of ways. If you trained it better, seemed better in lots of ways than the mixed martial arts stuff. And then I started to realize other things too, like how you manage multiple attackers mm -hmm. and what that really means in reality. Not like I'm going to beat up six guys, which is what I thought in the beginning, but like I'm going to manage six mm -hmm. guys somehow. And that's and, and that came about from the the doing, right? Like that's absolutely from, right plugging in what you thought the context was and then realizing like ooh there's still problems that's right yeah because like this weapon stuff works one-on-one -on -one, cool sure. but then suddenly if there's more than one person i'm getting throttled yeah that's and exactly can't right. deal with anything yeah that's exactly right and so then like it, the more i explored the system of aikido and like what aikido was offering the more i discovered new things that i hadn't previously really thought mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. like like you know it's stupid to say because it's like they tell you up front, everyone knows that Aikido has to do with weapons and it has to do with multiple attackers and it has to do with not fighting, right? But we don't know what that actually means. It's really hard to conceptualize what that means. It's a nice idea, but how does it actually play out? I mean, that's what we were talking about last time about like there's the, the stated goal, the <laughs> thing that we do, and then that we have the techniques. But what about the actual like in-between stuff between right. how do I utilize the techniques to get to my goal? Like, right. What are my tactics? What That's am I right. actually trying That's to right. do? That's right. And so, yeah, my exploration of the system, this is good because that's what last week was about. My exploration of the system taught me what the context must be mm -hmm. because right. it's like the system has all the things right. for the context. Right. It must and be And so describing. what you could do is look at a piece of the uh, system that wasn't used in the context that you thought, right? Right, so exactly. So there were right. uh, extra pieces in, in the syllabus that's right. that you were uh, taught that didn't seem to fit in with the context that you uh, had envisioned. That's and right. so you were like, okay, well, it must be there for a reason. 
what's the reason? That's right. And then that led you back to, oh, there's another there's another piece to the content. That's right. Yeah. And the more I worked with the system, too, the more I started to realize that, like, some things in the system were, like, aesthetic choices. And some things in the system were practical for this kind of situation. And some things were because this teacher thought about this kind of situation. And so that really is, like – like now I can easily see it and go like, oh, I was thinking about the actors mm -hmm. and the actors influence on the, system. on the system. And because the actors influence the system and I'm trying to read the system later, right. it's telling me different things about the context. Mm -hmm. Right. And so then eventually like I kind of had to just come to peace with it and go like, well, I have to just state the context that I think Aikido's for. Right. And then describe how right. the system does or the, that. Or the context that you're, you're planning that's, to use right, it Right, that's for, my, like my context, personal, right. Yeah, yeah. And, like, that's what my approach basically is. I'm telling you what our context is and then how the system answers that context. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think just, like, I mean, I think that the comparison to, like, whatever, archaeology or pale paleontology or history or whatever is, like, a similar thing where, like, different people look at data that they have from the past and they go i have different people have different theories about what that is telling us um and instance, the, the best dinosaurs looked like right exactly right, right right oh wait no they look like birds and maybe in a while they'll think something else. but there has to be a good reasoning as to why you have that theory right. and i think for you it was the process of like the, this 20-year process of you know going leaving aikido coming back um you know having your like little experimental dojo process like all of that was you getting out of your own way or right. out of the way of Aikido so that you could let it speak for itself as much as possible because that's you're always right. going to have bias. That's right. And that's why I said by, you know, like at a certain point I had to realize like, okay, now that I've got what I, where I'm at, I just have to say this is my approach and right. how I right. think right. about it. Yeah. And, and that doesn't – because like for a while there was a time where I was like, who's right here? Mm -hmm. And it's like, right. well, both people could be right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And especially with something like human, like like martial arts, like it's not, you know, um, physical in the same way that like bones would be or right, something. Right, that, right, right, like right, right. it's very even much more up, up to interpretation. Right. So like, right. and that's okay. Like that's enjoyable. Well, right. and obviously there's interpretation because it's one of our uh, the lens of actors sure. right. is Absolutely. one yes. of the things that we look at. Absolutely. Yeah, right. And so Absolutely. it's like. Of course, it's up to interpretation, and if you have a a major uh, figure from the martial art looking at it through the, a specific lens, then that's what's gonna come out of it right. uh, more or less, to be, you know. But all I think all of that being said, like you really through that process that you took had to try to. Um, strip away as much outside bullshit or previous conceived notions about Aikido and just like sit and listen to what the system was telling you right. about its own context. Right, right, right. And, and the process I took for that was like trying to look as generally at Aikido as possible, right? So like not just look at, you know, because like for a long time I looked at Saito Sensei's forms and I was like, Saito Sensei's forms are great. I don't know why you'd need any more forms. And then over time looking at lots of different teachers and how lots of different teachers do the same form and like what essences are always the same in all of their forms mm -hmm. and like so the parts that are always the same there's a reason they're always the same and so that reason is like ties them all together mm -hmm. right and so when yeah. you start looking at that and it's like it's like why we have the the nage waza we have and why we have the kyo waza we have it's like those to me are like collections of looking at a lot of different people and going like they all have this throw mm -hmm. why do they all have this throw like there must be something essential about this throw right. yeah you were taking like a survey of the whole right. aikido field 
field right. rather than just your select little piece right. that you like. Right, right. And right. coming, trying to get to the universal sort of universal truth of the thing right right like right. what, what which they surprise all... surprises you found out is what everyone always says about it sure it is <laughs> it absolutely is because and that's why because that's the zeitgeist that what everyone thinks about aikido that is the most general thing there is so of course that's the answer of course right if it wasn't the answer then like there must be another system then that's not aikido that is that thing Mm -hmm. Because everyone wants that thing. You know what I'm saying? So right. like, uh -huh. so if all Aikido people said, well, the zeitgeist is wrong, then it's like, okay, cool. Then Aikido can go be whatever weird obscure right. thing, but there should be a new thing there, that we call. Right. There is something. To fill that, 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 that There need. is something right. that, exactly. yeah, right. yeah. Um, that we should be working on to make, to, to make it happen. And I would guess, I mean, and I don't know if this is on topic or off topic, but I feel like the the need that you're talking about, the the need for something that isn't um, that's handling conflict by not necessarily fighting, um, that is a need that has existed way previous to the system of Aikido, and I bet many times throughout history people have answered problems. I mean, they do it all the time every day now without Aikido, but like that people have have utilized a series of skills that help them to solve those kinds of problems throughout history all the time and so like it's a very it's a common need and it's probably a common set of skills and yes. it's putting them together and recognizing what that field is that makes a system i right, guess right and i mean i think yeah yeah it's 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 going to be hard to me in this one it's going to be really hard to not keep talking about the other two yeah. sides of the trinity because we know them all now yeah. and so like before I, I i felt like really justified in saying like let's not talk about that right now because yeah. this episode you know right now we're talking about context but you you kind of have to like talk about all three and and that's kind of what the realization i had was without understanding all three you have a hard time understanding any one mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. like because yeah. they yeah. feed each other so much um but yeah, like looking at, you know, so so to me, forever, uh, I was really driven to the idea of context because context revealed so much to me. And so like trying to understand what the context of any one given thing was, was what I was trying to do, but yet I found it impossible. And it's because I have to understand what the system's trying to do about a context mm -hmm. and what the people want of a system in a context. Right. And that feeds it all. And so like, you know, say looking at something like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. If you don't have people who want to be competitive, right? So that's the actors in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. They want to be competitive. They're not vastly protectors. They're not vastly enforcers. They're not vastly... Now, those people might be drawn to it because there's good skills for them there. But really, the majority of people are competitive. And even if, like, someone's an enforcer and they want to do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, they have a competitive side. They have that lens or mm -hmm. they wouldn't do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu right. because its nature is to be competitive. Mm -hmm. And so... When you start to see that, you go, well, those people doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu have a hard time seeing anything outside of competition. Mm -hmm. And so if you're a person who is outside of competition, which is what most people who are looking to defend themselves, because to me, they're polar opposites. Like protection and competition are polar opposites because when I want to protect something, I don't want to compete to do it. 
right? So, mm -hmm. like, I, I see how, like, you know, thinking about it, it could be like, oh, no, destroyers and protectors are polar opposites. But they're not because destroying could be on the table to protect something. That's right. Makes right, perfect right, sense right, to right, me. Right. I could be destroying to protect something, right? So, like, that makes perfect sense. But I don't choose to compete. Compete is actively being challenged. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't want to compete. You don't want to be protect. challenged. Right, right. I want no and challenge. And it, in some ways, it, it is the <clears throat> antithesis in that uh, it it uh, actively thwarts your protection. Yes, that's yeah. exactly right. That's yeah. exactly right. And so, like, while there are good things about challenging yourself all the time because it makes you stronger, thus there are fewer people who can be competition for you. That's true. Yeah. But the practice that you're engaging in to develop those skills isn't the practice you want to use right. when you're surviving. We right? were talking right now earlier. Uh, we were making videos, and I brought up uh, a post that I had just seen from that women's grappling group, and she was saying, like, um, just listing, you know, she's middle-aged and has a knee injury and then just hurt her back and was feeling really discouraged about her training because, like, she is, you know, having physical problems because of training and, like, has to roll even lighter than she would before and can't warm up and can't do all these things and is, like, sad because she can't do her hobby like she wants to, but also feels like in, in rolling with people, in sparring, like, she feels like really challenged like she can't practice her jujitsu skills that she wants to practice aka getting on top submitting a partner that feeling that feels good when you dominate your partner right. she's not getting to do that side because she's probably mostly surviving right. um in her dressing in her rolling um and uh, she's feeling discouraged by that because she's like, well, that's like I'm missing half of the jujitsu. I'm putting these words in her right, mouth. Yeah, yeah. But like, I think this is what we're talking about right now is like she is in a space where it's difficult to dominate most people in her class because like she's not doing physically great. She maybe is small, has all these things. So like from a survival standpoint, like going into that, she, she, they're not threatening her life, right, but course. like. From a survival standpoint, this is not a good good choice for her. No. And, like, she's feeling attacked because she is attacked in the sense that, like, she's threatened and, like, not doing well right now and, like, doesn't generally dominate or win. And it feels bad because it is bad. Like, it feel like, it's supposed to feel bad. Um, but she's, like, wishes that it didn't feel so bad. And it's like, well, you're choosing to compete right. and therefore putting yourself in a situation of where you're going to feel bad. So right. you either want to be challenged or you don't want to be challenged to me when a when a when a person who's interested in protection particularly self-protection um and they're engaging in like competitive practice to make themselves stronger so they can do a better job of protecting they want to not get injured really badly because uh -huh. they need to have their physicality to protect themselves mm -hmm. right uh -huh. so yep. so meaning if i go in the brazilian jiu-jitsu gym and you destroy my knee well, I'm out of commission to protect myself yeah. for a long time. You're now worse off That's than right. when you started jujitsu exactly because your right. leg doesn't That's work. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Whereas if you've got a competition mindset, your mindset is simply like, oh, I don't care. I ripped my knee. Fuck, that means I was going hard. Right. That yeah. means I could go hard and, yeah. and I was being challenged. And like my knee will heal in a few months and then I'll be back at doing it again. But it's like that's six months where someone could attack you and you could die. I don't right. want that. Yeah, it's just this this or lady's I can't post go like to work to right. I mean, yeah, pay yeah, my yeah. rent. Yeah, yeah. Work. I mean, yeah, and like that that mundane survival <laughs> I mean, like, isn't off the know, table either. Right. Like, right. Yeah. And this is what was frustrating me about it was I was just like, well, it sounds like you're not having a good fucking time, and so like maybe just stop so you can heal your body because your body is probably your most your biggest tool in terms of survival in life right, right. now. Right. Um, regular survival, like day to day stuff. Um, but then also like at the same stroke if you want to come and challenge yourself you're being fucking challenged right now right. so like 
either buckle down and do it or or don't and either is a good option right um either is a good option sorry i totally was ranting and took us off in yeah. a direction no, but fine. like i feel like that kind of speaks to like the confusion of competitor versus protector and getting into the system and figuring out what what do i want out of this right um so sorry i killed the the vibe oh, no but it's, it's fine, fine. Yeah. i mean and i think that the it's interesting because I think that there is, like, as you get into any of this, there is all this confusion. And I think a lot of people will – there is no confusion, I think, from most people that, like, there is context to things. And context is important and that depending on the context, different things will work or not work, like, right. whatever. I think that's generally now at least uh, generally accepted. Like, you'll hear people talk about, oh, the context and blah, 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 and it's sort of generally accepted. But I think that, like – really hammering down what the context is good for and then applying the other two pieces so that you can see how that will really affect what you might want to be using it for is where the problem comes in. You know, so like we understand that like uh, the context of jujitsu is grappling, right? Um, But without like paring it down and going like and it's grappling designed for this type right. of a scenario exactly. blah 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 <laughs> then it's easy to go well like yeah it's for self-defense but it's but right once you start you just paint it par- with broad strokes once you start paring it down you right. go like no the context right. has nothing to do with self-defense right like, I, I i recently saw things so i've been uh doing brazilian jiu-jitsu again and learning a bunch because i uh i have been away from it for a long time and so other than like teaching ground grappling stuff and working with ground grappling stuff like like actually the the community of them and what they're into so i've been like learning a bunch of stuff and and a lot of things have kind of changed and and like one of the things is like uh in in a certain rule set you can't fold the neck anymore so you can't do like a neck cranker and these these are a lot of things i used to do all the time yeah um (laughs) you can't uh like if someone uh climbs up on you like to mount while you're standing you can't just jump down and slam them into the ground you know and so it's like in some ways, I totally get that because now I'm a reasonable adult. Yeah, you're like, right. don't do that. Please yeah, don't so crank me. That hurts people. <laughs> right. And like, don't uh, I don't want to get like, fucking hurt. Right, right, so right. Like, that's bad, right? Yeah, don't do that right. shit. But, it, but the, the part of me that was into that shit a long time ago is like, well, that's stupid because there's a lot of useful techniques that work that way. Yeah. And if I was doing like self-defense stuff and someone climbed up me, knowing how to slam them into the ground so they really lose their idea. breath right, is right, fucking right, awesome. Right, 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 right. Because if when you start to train stuff, then – you if you don't train something or you train to ignore a possibility then when it really happens you will probably also ignore that possibility as a thing that could happen and and the problem is you know so like someone hearing me say that goes yeah well but you could still do mma and in mma those things are still legal and it's like well yeah but see the thing with mma is no one can bring a knife in the ring Mm -hmm. no one can bring their buddy in a ring right no one can bring darkness into the ring no one can bring you know like there's also a ring yeah there's exactly (laughs) that's what i mean you gotta go to a ring that it's like or a it's uh, like when you start looking at like any kind of sport or competition based thing we have to make rules and we have to have these rules for a good reason because they protect people they enable us to actually specialize in the fields we want to specialize in and a lot of good stuff comes from that but there are limitations to that and so like when you're talking about like you know if your context is self-defense right and it's like well you got to look at a lot of places that can't be found in sport right, like a right, lot of right, places right. you know yeah well, so let's lay down for us, and we've already kind of hit it, but 
what we see, and uh, I assume it's the same for all of us, uh, the context for Aikido as we know it. Like, what is it? Um, so, it, it, we're going to run into a little trouble if we don't talk about all three parts. But but let's just let's <laughs> just fine. get as yeah. roughly as we yeah. can at it. Um, Aikido is a system that is designed uh, for a context that is about trying to solve conflict in the most beneficial way possible, and the conflict can be very broad in its uh, applications. So, meaning. Uh, it could be multiple attackers, it could be weapons, it could be crazy situations, it could be all kinds of things. But basically what Aikido wants to do is find conflict and resolve the conflict, make the conflict no longer conflict. Mm -hmm. And that's that's the context of Aikido. Uh, so you said this, and I don't, I don't know if this was uh, <coughs> misspeaking or not, but find, uh, find conflict. Uh, uh, you're not suggesting that actually like – No, the... yeah, yeah, that's bad. Um, like, but that's, that is what the – the system is doing to the context like so it's not what the actor's doing in life sure right and like that then that's so all there is no need for the system of aikido if conflict doesn't the, arise right. and so but if there is if conflict, you see conflict right this right is, right, yeah, right or yeah. if, if conflict is there this is how yeah. and and I, I see it in my head and i i see how that's really confusing but in my head i really see it as aikido's kind of always sitting inside of me and if conflict starts to arise, it starts it, – it, like, sees the conflict. The, the program starts to run. Right, and it yeah, starts yeah. to run, like so how, it does, how I yeah, solve yeah, this. It, yeah. it finds it. It finds it. it but but it, I do yeah. see what you mean that, like, it's not going out hunting. Right. It's not trying that, to create right. conflict so right. it can solve that's conflict. Right. That, that's right. That's where I'm sort of getting yeah, at is yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah. confusion for people going, like, <gasps> he's yeah. going to find conflict. Yeah. It's like, no, we're not looking for conflict. But if the conflict is there and, and it has arisen – and I mean, you're going to identify it yeah. early. Right. And and that's where I'm trying to get more and more in my life is where when I see conflict, I'm always trying to apply Aikido to it as opposed to other things, mm -hmm. you know, like and like, I mean, for years, it was just pure anger, you know, like that was my answer to stuff. So mm -hmm. I'm fucking mad. And I just get it. Yeah. And then I crush it or I do whatever. <laughs> fuck, fuck it. Um, uh, but but like now, like I really try like when conflict starts arising, going, OK, how do I keep myself right. in an okay enough space to, to analyze to what's be actually to, happening? Right, right. right. I, I think so. Yeah, I see now, Josh. Really, what you're what you're getting at, like when we use the words like conflict and finding or looking for conflict, uh, uh. it brings to mind the idea of someone who. Like when we call, say, "Oh, you're always looking for a fight." Right. Yeah. Then yeah, you yeah. that brings to mind a kind of person who's like sees a fight and responds to a fight with aggression right. they or want to with go in a fight. like like dominance or something. Right. But like what we're talking about is just like identifying. Right. Not right, right, no right. not necessarily taking any um aggressive steps, but That's just right. going, I see something is forming. Uh and and uh run through the rest of that again. So uh the the, the seeking to deal with it in uh, how did you phrase that again? It was I I don't know, but uh, basically, Sorry. well, it's fine. It's fine. I'm, uh, trying, run back I mean, I'm just shooting from the hip. I didn't <laughs> yeah, write anything. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, but but basically, what what Aikido is trying to do is find conflict yeah. to to identify conflict. Yeah, yeah. There, that's how I should yeah, say yeah, it. Yeah, I to identify conflict and resolve the conflict in the most beneficially mutual way possible. Right. Okay. Like yeah, 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 so, yeah. and really, all it cares about, I believe, is like 
de-escalating is the wrong word because that is that is a kind of skill set inside of it. But right. what it wants to do is find harmony, to find right. a fitting. Find, um, that's what the yeah, name yeah. means, to find an energetic fitting so that everything can be okay, right? And so it could be like Josh starts yelling at me for something and I go, hey, man, are you upset because you haven't had breakfast yet? And he's like, fuck yeah. And I'm yeah. like, oh, let's go get <laughs> let's go get some McDonald's, right? And like that <laughs> takes care of the problem, happened. right? And so, like, that's, that's like, Aikido's approach exactly, right? right? Like, instead of me getting all tangled up in what Josh is doing, I go, identify the problem. This isn't how Josh usually is. Like, I'm cool. I'm not taking it personally. What does Josh need? So, the first part, I'm cool. I'm not taking it personally. That's Kokyu. Then, what does Josh need? Musubi. And then, Awase, how do I solve that? I take him to McDonald's. And then, Zanshin, I make sure once we have McDonald's, that was actually the issue. And it wasn't right. some right. other You assess him shit. again. You, right. you, exactly you stay right. assessing, going, exactly how's right. Josh feeling now? am I feeling now? And that's yeah. that's like the, that fundamental process of uh, Koki Musubi Awase Zanshin is, I think, the core of what all Aikido is. And then Aikido, as you look more specifically as a system, it applies that process to physical to action. Physical, right, right. right. Yeah. To physical, physical action, physical yeah. conflict. Right. That method of uh, remaining aware and attentive to yourself, remaining aware and attentive to everything around you, and finding a fitting solution. Yes, um, that is uh, the least like that. It requires the least energy expenditure. Yes, yes, yes. The least like uh, frustrating struggle, or however you want to say natural that. Most natural fit. Right. Yeah. So here's here's uh, something that like uh, I I want to work through. Um, so this idea of not fighting, uh-huh. right? Um, because I think that, 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 you know, when we talk about it, sometimes we will use that kind of term, like it's about not fighting. Um, and, and I don't know if that's a hundred percent like true. Like, I think that might be an outcome if we're doing the thing properly, but, uh, that, that there is no fighting. Like if we're doing it properly, there should be no, no struggle. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm sort of using fighting and struggle. Uh, yeah, so but yeah. Um, that's not to say that like there, there we do have struggle methods, right? We do sure, have sure, some things sure. to to begin to deal with that, sure. but it's definitely not within the the grand scope. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to get too far off topic here with this, but uh, I think this is a great question, and I think it. Um, it's really hard to get it, and it's something I think I'm still struggling with a little bit myself. So originally when I built the spectrum of conflict, it resolves in struggle. That was my original terminology for that, meaning that uh, uh, if you don't know the spectrum of conflict, I'm not going to go through it right now. we got a million things on it. Yeah, you, you look it up. Learn about it. But, Proximity, relationship, intent, action, contact, struggle. Yeah, and so that's basically the processes that happen as conflict arises and becomes deeper and deeper conflict. Um, <clears throat> so the end of that, I termed struggle, and I basically just mean it that it's like we're locked up and we're just like going at it so hard that like, you know. The physical distance has been closed completely. Yep. You're right up on top of each yep. other or next to each other, yep. and you're grabbing on each other, right. yeah. moving around. Yeah, and I, I, I liked that because that to me really represents what is happening, like that it's like it's so far out that it's just like we're just forcing each other as hard as we can at that stage. And then I started to realize that, look, when I'm trying to keep distance from someone, 
it can be a struggle, struggle yeah. to keep distance from them. Now, it's not a physical struggle in the sense of their power's not on me, right? So, like, their physical body's not in contact with me. But I do still have to move around a lot, and I have to think of how they're thinking about things, and I have to try and head them off. And so that's a mental game of struggle mm-hmm. just like anything else. Right. So I was like, well, In so terms of, like, struggle meaning difficulty. Right, it's yeah, difficult. yeah, yeah, difficulty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, so then I was like, well, let's just call that physical struggle at the end. And I, I had a problem with that because – also, if someone's trying to break distance with me and I am running really hard that's to keep phys- – that's yeah, physical yeah, struggle yeah, also. Yeah. So it's like, well, that's that's not right. And so I thought about it and thought about it. And I was like, look, the truth is it's grappling, which is like they're pulling you in. And that's like the last stage. Like that's as physical as we can be. Mm-hmm. And so let's just call it grappling. Okay. But that still didn't solve the problem that I have. And I think this is what you're getting at right now is that whenever someone challenges us, it is a struggle. Right? Uh-huh. Correct. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 And yeah. so we could say that struggle is a fight, right? And, and we're using fight and struggle sure. synonymously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's a valid way to use yeah. them. Yeah, like the use of fight as in like I'm fighting for my life. Sure. Like, I'm, I'm fighting I'm, a fire. I'm, fighting I'm working fire. hard. I'm, yeah. fighting right. I'm fighting to stay alive. Yeah. I'm fighting whatever, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm struggling. Fighting a good fight. Yeah. I'm struggling. I'm struggling to do it. And so I really do think, and I'm actually working on an article right now about this, um, but I really do think that perfect Aiki has zero struggle in it. And when we're talking about the system of Aikido, we're talking about kind of artificial Aiki, right? And like, this is wacky what I'm saying, but, <laughs> but like getting this out, some getting deep, yeah. what yeah. I really yeah. think, deep, what I really think is like the world's already perfect, right? So like the world's already fitting exactly the way it fits and you don't have to do shit. You do not have to do anything. Everything happens the way that it happens. That's right. That's right. And it's always happening. That's right. And it's always happening. It's always perfect. And if you could see the world through that lens, you would really be okay, right? And that's kind of like almost pacifistic. It might be pacifistic. I don't know. But I think Yoshiba's bend on that is slightly different. And I think he recognizes, like I think this is what he's saying, is that like true, he is true victory because it's already true right like (laughs) like the world's going the way it's going and there's no breaking that right so like you know someone could say like ah the world's going the way it was going and then i built a bomb and blew up this city and it's like yeah but you were always put in motion to build the bomb to blow up that city so like you didn't change anything that's exactly the way it was supposed to be and then that person could say like yes but i fucked up everything but someone living you know 80 years from now is like actually my grandma uh was forced to move because she heard there was a bomb there and she would have never met my dad and i would never be born if she didn't move out of that city that got bombed right and so like later we can always look at things and go like oh but that had to happen that way to make this happen right and that's the truth of the world it's always perfect it's always in true perfection and and this is very philosophical mm-hmm. I like it. what you're describing is the concept of time like i think when people look back so like what you're saying about like when you look back you can always ascribe that it right. was meant to happen right. Right? Right. right but that's our human minds trying to make sense of things right. that happened but the truth is just things happened the right. way they happened right and we're getting it like the concept of like at least the way that we experience like linear time is just like right. things happen and then other things happen and then other things happen sure. and those things are and related I mean, to each other i think you could also like, say that's also just probability right probabilistically sure. yeah. that's the way things were going right. to happen and then i think if you want to take another bend you could say that's destiny and fate right right I, I, however I don't, I don't care yeah how you want to talk about it right but the truth is if you can accept the universe the way it is there is no struggle in that it just is the way it is right yeah it's about just like ex- accepting right that is a thing that happens right right but then there is this artificial ike and what that is is it's basically what most of us try to do with most things right is like 
I want to make a business to like serve this part of the community. And then by serving them, they will give me money, which enables me to live, right? And that's a very Ikey thing. And it's artificial in the sense that I chose to go out and do that. Now, in another sense, it still is exactly <laughs> what was supposed to happen. Right. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you can't uh, yeah, escape yeah. the truth of it. But we can artificially work at things. like, mm -hmm. and, and the artificialness yeah. is kind of like in the moment that we're choosing to take this path. Right. Now, in truth, we were always set on a path mm -hmm. to choose that path. But anyways. <laughs> the universe is happening all the time no matter what choices we make. That's right. right. And so so basically, I think what, what we're getting at with the Ikey thing is – if you attack me in a shitty position, it will always end shitty for you. And that's just the way it is. That's the natural state of it. Mm -hmm. Now, I might have to work to get you into that into place, that which we could say is struggle. But the truth is, once I'm in that place and you try to attack me in that place, it's going to end bad, bad for you. And so that's what Ike is, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, what you're saying about, like, this artificial Ike is, like, you're, you're, you're um choosing the power like um affecting the path of the world to your own end whatever that end is right um affecting affecting how events play out toward toward your goal and that's right. that and uh making that come off is the artificial i key um, but also at the same time, that is the true I key in the sense right. that it is what happens. Right, and the artificial I key is is really an illusion if you accept the fact that struggle doesn't exist. Right, right, and uh, it gets really fucking metaphysical. This is like and it's so weird to talk about. I love it, but well, it, it, it's very fun. It, it reminds me of, you know, uh, sometimes you talk about like someone gets you in a choke uh -huh. and it's like the I key thing to do go is to, to go to sleep. That's right. Right. Um, so it's like that idea where it's like at a certain point that the, the, the I key part is to succumb to whatever. Right. right. I mean, I think um, it's the same thing as the like Christian uh, God does for those who do for themselves or, you know, yeah. uh, uh -huh. and, and it's like that's a funny thing to say. It's awesome. I love it because it's like. If you do stuff for yourself, God will do stuff for you. Right. But if I don't do stuff for myself, that's when I need God to do stuff right, for me. Right, and it's like, right. well, but God only does stuff for you if you do stuff for yourself. Yeah, but if I'm doing stuff for myself, then why does God need to do anything right. for me? Exactly. Right. Right? And, 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 and it's like it's such a like funny little like trick of how it works. But it's like that really is true. The world will open up for you when you do things in the world. And the world will not open up for you when you don't do things in the world. And it's like, well, but I need the world to open up for me so I can do things. It's like we'll start doing things. Start the world will open up for you. And, right? Yeah. And I think that's the thing. And, and I think like – if you get right down to it, if we could accept in our heads that struggle doesn't really exist, it's like an, an illusion that, that like it's hard for me or something. When it's like I'm just taking the steps I need to take mm -hmm. to get where I need to mm -hmm. get, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so funny because if you you begin to, to – <clears throat> to, what you just said and, and put it in, and I'm talking like literal steps um, – you know, I always feel like I key should be no e no more difficult than than me taking steps. Sure, like yeah, me moving, right. I, it should be no more difficult than that. That's right. Like, and if you're doing it correctly, like all I should be doing is moving from point A to point B. That's right. And because you, as an attacker or multiple attackers, want to physically handle me. You are putting yourself in a in a bad position. But all I'm doing is just. Moving into that's the right, right. space. Moving that's into right. the right space. That's exactly yeah. right. And it's interesting, a lot of the work that we've been doing lately um, and the way that you have been showing it really feels a lot more in line with that, which is like, look, I'm just setting my, my stru the structure of my body in, in the way that yeah. it needs to be set. 
in the way that I move, uh, and then I'm moving. Yep. Um, whatever the other person chooses to do is up to them, but uh, if they choose to uh, follow or, or you know, make that connection with me, it will turn out bad for them. It's, it's funny, yeah, so this, like, uh, they, like, you put yourself in a position and they move around you. Like, I don't know. So I've been thinking, like, this is this weird little metaphor in my head or, like, when I try to explain to people, I feel like they don't see what I see with it. Um, but, like, when we do kokunage, for example, like, I think about how, like, my upper body is, like, um, like a fence post, like a horizontal like fence and then like my lower leg behind them is also like a different part and they're like bent around they're like they're in like s shape uh-huh, yeah they're uh-huh. s shaped yeah, yeah, yeah. around me and i'm um i i'm like i'm the inanimate object in uh-huh. that like you're bent around me and right. you and i'm immovable in that moment right um and your balance is taken completely around right. that and i feel like um it's kind of like you're and so then that that paints the idea that I'm always an immovable object, but it's not that. It's that I'm changing into various shapes of objects and in, putting at, myself in the right timing. Uh, in the uh, in the appropriate shape at the appropriate time. That's right. It's like right. you're playing the, Tetris yeah, with yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, I'm going to find the little hole, go to the hole, and be the shape in the hole that needs to happen to make the thing happen. Right. Like, right. and that is very different to me than just thinking about, like, because there's this mindset, I think, in martial arts that is, like, um, I am the immovable rock. Like, you're mm-hmm. always going to bend around me. Mm-hmm. And, like, um, when you hit me, I'll be solid no matter what. And it's, like, it's it's much more... Um, dynamic than that. Dynamic than that. Uh-huh. Yeah, much more movable, which I, I guess I'm just ex- explaining. I, like, I'm sure everyone <laughs> yeah. going and listening to this is, like, yeah, no yeah, shit, that's, that's Aikido. <laughs> yeah. um, but I feel like, like maybe I'm just tapping into that on a different level than I was before, but... I mean, I think, yeah, I think that's the way epiphanies work, right? It's like you, you yeah. realize shit, and it's the same shit you already know, but you realize it deeper. But I'm playing Tetris with me. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I'm going to start using that. Actually. But I think, like, uh, the, like the, the, the root of all this shit just kind of comes down to the fact that you, because you quit trying to get them, Mm-hmm. Right. All of your efforts are just simply in not letting them and get, get you, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that means you have more resources. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. they have to do whatever you say. You always get to dictate what they mm-hmm. do, mm-hmm. right? And that's where my headedness thing kind of right. comes in. And I think like the truth of that is that's always what's happening in the world, and that's always the state of the world. And so like that's why it's in- instantaneous victory. Like you know, Yoshiba when he was asked about the timings, he said it's none of those things. He's like it's instant victory. And the reason it's instant victory is because I'm not choosing to do anything to you. So I don't have to use any resources to get you. I don't right. care about that. Yeah, like each thing I want to do is the thing I want to do. Right. There's no like getting here to get there That's to right. get you pinned or That's to right. whatever. It's just each like every moment you're assessing like they say to do in chess. Like each moment you're assessing the situation anew and going where is the best place for me to be? And because of the, like you're saying, because of the context, like I have this aheadedness that allows me to constantly be assessing, where should I be? Where should I put myself? And they're, they've got to come to me. So where can I be? That's right. So, uh, stepping aside from all of the like headiness of that, no, just because like, really, no, really because I think there. like for, for people that's all great and good, but it doesn't really answer yeah. questions, which is like, well, what am I going to be using it for? Right. So some of the context so you know, because what I'm thinking of is like, it's there's there is obvi- there is an obvious weapons context in it. Sure. 
there is an obvious multiple attacker context in it. Sure. But there doesn't need to be or does there based on the system? Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, and this is all the system. I think Aikido's Kokim Subiwase Zanshin is basically the blueprint for absolutely everything. And then you, you need to tack in whatever skills of a wase you need for the particular thing you're talking about, right? So like in the, in the thing with you being grumpy because you didn't, you needed breakfast, right? In that, my tool set was understanding what restaurants we could quickly get that would make you happy, that would take your mind off of being grumpy, right? right? And so that's... We're not going to Olive Garden. Josh does not like <laughs> <Yeah>. Olive Garden. <laughs> right, right. Especially not for breakfast. For Whereas if it was an arm situation, it's maybe like Nikyo and Sankyo and, and sure, Kodagaish sure. yeah, that yeah, I need, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so like, basically, the blueprint is Kokyu, Musubi, Awase, fill in appropriate toolbox, Zanshin, return to Kokyu mm-hmm, Musubi, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And so like that's the blueprint, I think, of the whole system. And then um the systematically we could take that as far as we want. And I think some work has been done towards multiple attackers. So there are skill sets. The Awase stuff is in that. There's been stuff done towards uh, making Hadoki, getting free of someone holding you, uh, skill sets towards weapon stuff. All kinds of stuff is in the system because that's our basic process we're following. Mm-hmm. Right. That makes sense. So when you split what you're, what you're saying about Koki Musubi Owase Zanjing being the blueprint, I really like that. Um, it it clarifies to me at least that like if you look at it like that, the Koki Musubi being all like self stuff and like social human uh, skills in that in the Musubi piece, like it clarifies that to me a lot. Like why we talk so much about like, it's a martial art. You're working on yourself. You're working on how to deal with people. And like, those are the first two steps yes. that you're going to be using in making Aiki is do you know yourself? Can you handle your own shit? Um, and the same with other people. Can you read people? Can you get connected with them and act like a fucking human with other, right. when other and people And then once you can understand people, right. then what tool set goes right. into there is and just dependent the... upon whatever. Right. right. Yeah. I know we were talking specifically about the tools, but like those other pieces yeah, to me yeah, makes yeah, me yeah. go, oh, no, yeah, yeah. Like those are the major pieces. I mean, that's what I think like making Aiki is. And by making Aiki, that's I'm saying like the artificial kind of yeah, idea, yeah, yeah. right? Uh-huh. That no, is no, maybe no. an illusion or maybe not. But but like um, that making Aiki is I have to have Kokyu and I have to have Musubi. And then. Right, right. You have to understand what's happening with another <clears throat> person. That's right. And then you and those or are, other people. And you luckily know, in the structure world. of the martial art, you're working on both of those first two things all the time, right. the moment you right. walk in the dojo. Right. And so we focus thus on the third, which is the tool sets for your awase in specifically what we're looking at, these multiple attacker situations, weapons, whatever. Right. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like uh, this is one where it's like, well, now I need to sit with it for a little bit, a <laughs> couple, couple days. We'll come back to it. We're and, 54 uh, minutes, so talk we can, a little uh... bit more. But uh, I, people maybe will have questions on this one, so I'd be uh, interested to see what other people think or or because there was it was very you know lot yeah. we hit a lot of things. It was a very right, wide. Right, we went, we right. went on a journey today <laughs> that we cast yeah. on this one. What's nice is I feel like, like at this point we have all the tools to talk about all sure. the things. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like, oh yeah, we can, we really can talk about it. We can reference yeah. other right. stuff that we It's we've funny cuz I think about. there is very much like a uh like a metaphysical or a, a context and then like a physical context. You yeah. know, there's like a the, you know that there's sort of several contexts that maybe you could put this into or whatever but i mean and i know that they're they are the same maybe anyway 
No, I, I think that's very true. Like, the, like there are multiple levels with which you can think about yes. Ikey right, and about right, the world right, right. and how you fit in the world and how you how you want to live your life in the world. And like, the, depending on which one you're interested in looking at or you're right. ready to look at or whatever, then those all can apply in different ways. And it's ways. so interesting. And this is what I find uh, attractive about uh, Aikido is it's so it, it is so deep that there are so many different pieces of the. So, you know, we have the context, but depending on like how you, how you're coming into it, there's so many different ways that you can look at it you can just be on the physical level um you can just be on the metaphysical like and so that's kind of what i like about it and and one of the things that i think maybe sets it uh, apart from other similar martial arts it um, it allows for a lot of thinkery stuff so yeah, like mm -hmm. you know if you're if you're scholarly it's like oh yeah, that makes good right. sense right and because it plays with so many things the aesthetics can kind right. of be fun it, the, it, yeah. a lot of actors can be drawn to right. aikido right yeah okay whoo that's a good one yeah uh so we're going to be back for at least one more episode uh where we're going to talk about some probably a couple more but yeah, um, we've got a couple that are kind of in our hip pocket yeah. that we're like, oh, we'd like to talk about that. And and I think at least one of them sort of uh, plays into this same sort of topic uh, that we're on right now um, that that we can kind of kind of use for that. But this is um, like um, <laughs> this is a stupid comparison, um, but uh, like um, albums where you have like the band did like. Um, a rock opera for part of the album and oh, then there's uh -huh. a couple other songs there's on there like, too. Uh, right, right, right. Like yeah, I feel like yeah, this yeah, is yeah, our yeah, equivalent yeah, of that right, where it's yeah. like most of the season was this thing but then and there's going to be a couple other episodes too. Yeah, yeah. This is the single. Right, right. Exactly. Tacked on the, on the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. The, the three minute like whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so that being said and that being done, let's go ahead and thank our patrons who we love. Yay. Insert clapping, cheering noise. <laughs> you always manage to sound like kind of sarcastic and like <laughs> not, not genuine when you say that man i know you are i but am genuine it just cranks me up yeah. that's the way he talks to his parents dogs yeah the uh one dog is blind now so that she, her name is blind like hey, go, blind. Hey, blind dog. You're blind. You can't see me, but you still are here. You're you're lucky that she yeah. doesn't know that microaggression that you're making towards her. Oh, I think she does. <laughs> anyway. She's like, I know you're making fun of me. <laughs> That's fine. I'm just glad someone's talking to me. Right, right. All right. Thank you so much to Jason Crosby, Adam Crafter, Robert Aducci, Kwang Deng Tian, Jim Sullivan, Logan, I'm new here, Heinrichs, Adam Nicholson, Matt Whalen, the Dirt Wasp Podcast, Atemi Chris, the lightweight champion of heavy touching, Brad V, Brooke Ferragamo, Conan the Destroyer, Crush Your Enemies, See Then Driven Before You, and Hear, hear the, the Lamentations of Their, their women. women. No Aikido needed. Tommy Siv, Francis Cordone, Never Satisfied, Endlessly Curious, Recklessly Optimistic, Dilettante Taskmaster, Dave Dewberry, Sam Sulian, Ocon Ayrton, Hillary Jones, Constantinos Andrew, Friends, Sometimes I Pay Attention, uh, Martinson, uh, Brian Crowley, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Matt Mumford, and Grant Templin. There you go. Um, and then we have started doing this thing at the end of every episode where we do some shout outs for different dojos. And uh, with various sort of um, 
uh, were like some people have sent in. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, a couple people have said so, like, "Hey, thanks for doing that." Yeah. So, so I'm just it's nice like knowing that you guys give a shit. Right. Um. So so thank you. Anyway, uh, did we get another? We uh, did. We, yeah. There you go. So we someone uh, yeah. new dojo to shout out. Yeah. This so week first one on the list today is Fort Worth Aiki Kai. Um. That's uh, run by Dr. Ashley Cole's sensei. Um, who was, do you know who that was? Todd from? Halsey. Oh, Todd Halsey. Okay, great. Um, and he's the Dirt Wasp podcast. Dirt Wasp podcast. So out check out that podcast as Texas. well. Yeah. Yep, Texas. Sending us, uh, whiskey. Texas whiskey. Texas whiskey. That we yeah. still haven't. Luchenbach. Have you jumped into it? No, man. Oh. I'm waiting for no. all of us. I'm just saying. I mean, I wouldn't have blamed you. I see you it every fucking day and want to drink it, but no, because you guys haven't been over enough of during right. podcast time. We'll, we'll figure I know. It out. We need to plan a, like a nighttime podcast. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, a, that's always a questionable yeah. time. Anyway, um, right. That can get out of control. We'll do it before this is over for sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, Wolf Moon Dojo in the Inland Empire, Shotokan Dojo in Beverly, Massachusetts, New Haven Aikido in the Fire Horse Dojo in New Haven, Connecticut, Aikido of Reno, Sension Center in Goleta, California, and that's all, folks. We don't got any, uh, we need to get some international, so if you're some, I know we have listeners in uh, places that aren't the United States. I think we have some in Straya. Uh, and... and so, if that is you and you want us to do a shout out. We can do that. We'd love to do that. So, all right. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Until next time.